coming up. Jesus Christ still has a physical body on earth. Yeah, he was taken up. He said he's going to come back the same way. But right now, at this very moment, he still has a physical body on earth. Guess what? It's you and me. See, I told y'all y'all was special now. I told you, let me see your hand. Where you, you got a nail print in your hand? No, you don't. But you steal the body? No nail print? You must have received a whole lot of grace, brother. <laughs> y'all, you get that? You, you understand this? That Jesus has a nail print in his hand and you don't. Hello, and thank you for joining us on One by One, the podcast ministry of Quench Life Christian Fellowship. What if I told you that Jesus Christ still has a physical body here on earth? Well, he does. Everyone who believes in Jesus Christ is a member of the physical body of Christ. And as a member, you have a very specific role. In this message series, Pastor Rob explains some very timely truths about the body of Christ and how every member of the body should respond. Here's part one of the message, Living as the Body of Christ. And I'm going to start today a two-part series, and I'm going to be talking about you. Did I tell you and I was going to talk about you? <laughs> and I'm going to do it with joy. Y'all know y'all special, and I mean that in a good way. <laughs> and I, I don't know if we know just quite how special we are. So my hope is that after today's message, each and every one of us will feel more special than we felt before we came in. And so the, the title of the new two-part series is uh, Living as the Body of Christ. Living as the Body of Christ. Didn't I tell y'all I was going to talk about you? You are more special than you realize or I even realize. And, and, and hopefully in this message, that specialness that's in you would be set on fire, would be released in a new way as we talk about you, body of Christ. And so the first point on your paper, write this down. Jesus Christ had a physical body. Jesus Christ had a physical body. Uh, you might be saying, well, that's quite obvious. And yeah, it is. But there are some obvious things that y'all, hopefully you've learned in life that need to be said. Matter of fact, there are some obvious things that not only need to be said, you want it to be said. It's like, I know, I know, but she's on the shadow doubt, my wife loved me. But oh, when she say it, though. <laughs> Y'all get what I'm saying? I, it, it's, I already know it. I know it's true already. But when she say it, when she say it, it you know, it's, it, it take my no to, to another level. Every time she say it, it take my no. And then if she put a smile with it, oh, it just, it goes, you know, <laughs> it goes to a whole nother level. Y'all understand what I'm saying? And, and so even when there's something that's obvious, sometimes it needs to be said. And we need to say that Jesus Christ has a physical body. 
And there's another reason we need to say it, because there are some folk that's walking around here on this planet that Jesus Christ created. Y'all hear the, 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 the John, the John, first chapter of John tells us that in the beginning was the word. The word was what was, was God, was with God, and the word was God. And there was nothing created without him. That's what he said. I, I know we don't usually say it like that. We don't usually say Jesus Christ created the world. We don't usually say it that way. But the Bible is saying it. The Bible is saying it. All right? Now, nothing was created without him. There's people walking around on the planet that he created saying that he's a fairy tale. That the, 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 the story of Jesus Christ is a myth. There, there's some people got the audacity to say that it's a myth, that it's not real, that he, he didn't really exist. I know. That's why we got to say it. Now, they, they are in the minority. Of, you know, there's only a handful of them, <laughs> relatively speaking, to all the people in the world. Because the evidence that he was here is just, it's just too much evidence that he was here. <laughs> it's, it's hard to deny that Jesus Christ wasn't a person and walked the earth. and was a per you, It's hard to deny that. But yet, yet and still, there are still some people who are saying it anyway. So we got to say it, that Jesus Christ had a physical body. He had a physical body. Okay. <laughs> Luke 2, 11 and 12 says... Today in the town of David. Now, this is the passage where the angels came and spoke to the shepherds about Christ's birth. And this is what they're saying. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. So Jesus was born. He didn't just show up and wasn't like poof. No, he was born. Born of a woman, just like you and I. He was born. It reads on, this will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in clothes and lying in a manger. Okay? It actually happened. The shepherds would tell you, yeah, we found him <laughs> in a manger. And he was a baby. If they could talk to us, they would tell us, yeah, I was there. The angel told me about it, and we found him. <laughs> he was real. Just think for a moment. Just think, I just, just give yourself a little, little time to imagine being one of those shepherds and holding baby Jesus. Just think about it. And the reason I want you to do that is because you're, you're holding Jesus right now. <laughs> At this very moment, you're holding Jesus. And he's inside of you. You're holding Jesus inside of you. How are you treating him? Huh? If, if, if just just say if, if if it was baby Jesus inside of you, are you 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 got your hand behind his head <laughs> to keep his head from you know? Are, are you are you are you 
handling Jesus, the Jesus in you tenderly, preciously, or are you taking the Jesus in you for granted? I told you you were special. You holding Jesus. You're special. Write this down. Jesus Christ still has a physical body. Jesus Christ still has a physical body. But it's not a body that's subject to physical laws. Not any longer. But it still is a physical body. John 20, 24 to 28 says, Now Thomas, also known as Didymus, one of the twelve, was not with the disciples when Jesus came. Pause for a second. Jesus had appeared to the, 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 the disciples, and Thomas wasn't in the room when he did it the first time. So now it's telling us of that and then going to tell us how he came the second time, and, and Thomas was there. Verse 25. So the other disciples told him, we have seen the Lord. But he said to them, unless I see the nail marks in his hands and put my finger where the nails were and put my hand into his side, I will not believe. Think about that for a moment. Thomas, he got his mind made up. He says, I, I hear y'all. Y'all say y'all saw him. Now, understand, Jesus had died, and he had, he, had, he had risen, and he showed himself to the disciples, and they're telling him, we saw him, Thomas. We saw the crucified Lord alive. And Thomas says, unless, I, I want you to really feel his, his, his fervor with this, unless I see the nail marks in his hands, and put my finger in it. So Thomas saying, it's not enough that I see him. I have to touch it. Or I'm not going to believe. I have to put my finger in his side where they pissed him. I, if I don't, I'm not, I will not believe. He, had a, he, he was serious. He had his mind made up. Verse 26 goes on and says, a, a week later, his disciples were in the house again. And Thomas was with them. So a week has passed after Thomas said, I ain't going to believe unless I see it. A whole week passed. And it reads on. Verse 26. A week later, his disciples were in the house again, and Thomas was with them. Though the doors were locked, Jesus came and stood among them and said, peace be with you. So Jesus still had a physical body. But it wasn't a body that was subject to physical laws. That's how he was able to enter the room without the doors being unlocked. Y'all got to get this. this, this, this is in, I, I know it's, you know it's not Christmas time and you know, we don't usually maybe talk about these kind of things around this time. But I, I, I told y'all y'all were special and I want you to see how special you are. And all this bills and pays is part of you understanding who you are. So Jesus enters the room with a body, but he doesn't need to go through the door. And it's a physical body. 
It's not a, it's not a spirit. It's a real body. That's it. <laughs> All right? And the door couldn't stop the body. Okay? And so it reads on. Verse 27. Then he said to Thomas, put your finger here. See my hands? So Jesus says he knew what Thomas had said. So he said, look, Thomas, put your finger here. Look at my hands. Touch it and see it. So think about this. Think about the, 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 the concept of touching a body, not just a body, any physical thing, I don't care what it is, that somehow came into the room without opening the door. Just think about, think about how that's going to play on your, your psyche, that I'm actually touching something that the door couldn't stop, and I can feel it. It didn't need to open the door. But it got in here, and I touch it, and it's a real body. So Jesus tells him, and, and then he goes on and, and says, he says, put your finger here, see my hands, reach out your hand, and put it into my side. He says, stop doubting and believe. Thomas said to him, my Lord, my God. I get this now. Thomas said, a week ago, what did Thomas say? Unless, right, unless I see, I touch, I will not believe. And a week later, he saw, he touched, and he said, oh, Lord, my God. Get this, get this, get this. Get this. Thomas, Thomas is a great witness. You understand? You can really use Thomas as an argument that Jesus has a physical body. Because he was, he was going to say, it, I don't believe it. His, his boys, Cassie been hanging out for three years with, been talking to the, to the Lord with, hearing eternal words with, doing miracles with, healing folks with. Those folks told him, we saw the Lord. And he said, I ain't going to believe it. He made his mind up, I won't believe it. Unless I, I see it and touch it. And then he sees it and touch it and he says, oh, my Lord, my Lord. Oh, oh, my Lord. So if, 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 I, if, if I was wanted to uh, uh, make a case and bring a case to court to prove that Jesus has a physical body, Thomas might be the first person I call as a witness. Because he publicly said he won't believe it. And then the fact that he changed his mind makes him a good witness. Do y'all get what I'm saying? For the fact that he has a physical body. So, y'all, when y'all get to heaven, you might want to find Thomas and say, Thomas, show me where Jesus is. <laughs> y'all understand what I'm saying? Because Thomas can really tell you. <laughs> you know, just like, Tom, Tom, Thomas, is, is, that, is that really Jesus? Is that him? Thomas, is that, I ain't going to believe it until Thomas tell me that's him. <laughs> I'm just playing. But y'all understand the point. Because when we get there, there won't be no doubt of us recognizing who he is. But my point is that Thomas is an excellent witness. Because he publicly declared he wouldn't believe it. Just like for us today, in terms of our, um, our evangelizing, good, a good witness for 
the reality of Christ is someone who once said God didn't exist. That's one of the reasons Lee Strobel's book did so well, A Case for Christ, because he, was a, he used to be an atheist. And then he went on this quest to prove that Jesus, that God wasn't real, that Jesus wasn't real, and he found out he was. So it makes him a great testimony for the truth of it. Because he was bent on not believing it, and then he changed. Thomas is a good witness. Acts 1, 9 through 11 says, after he said this, this is Jesus talking, um, bring you up to speed where we are. In Acts 1, Jesus told them that, um, to, to, wait, to wait so they'd be endowed with power. And um, at that point, they'll become his witnesses, right? He said, told them that. And so now he's saying, he said that in Acts 1.8. Now in 9, he says, after this, after he said this, he was taken up before their very eyes. And a cloud hid him from their sight. So Jesus with his physical body, the same one that came into the room that was locked, told them they're going to be endowed with power. And then he was taken up. That same Jesus was taken up right before their eyes. They see that body going up. And then it, it reads on. Verse 10. They were looking intently up into the sky as he was going. Are you there? Can you see Jesus' body going up? And, and, and when suddenly two men dressed in white stood beside them, men of Galilee, they said, why do you stand here looking into the sky? This same Jesus who has been taken up from you into heaven will come back in the same way you have seen him go into heaven. Y'all see this? So, so Jesus still has a physical body. He was taken up. His physical body was taken up. And the angels tell them, they said the men dressed in white, that <laughs> he, this same Jesus is going to come back the same way. The same one. The same one who he said to Thomas, look my hands. Put your finger in it. Touch it. Look my side, touch it. That same Jesus is coming back. Okay? Jesus, Jesus is eternally changed. He's eternally changed. He didn't have a physical body before. The, the John tells us, John 1.14 says the word became flesh. And once he became flesh, the first time it, was, uh, it, was, it wasn't the incorruptible flesh. But after he rose, it was the incorruptible fast. And now that he became flesh, he has now a body for all eternity. And he did that just for you. I told you you were special. Get this. Jesus has a body forever that got nail prints in the hands. Do y'all understand what I'm and he did it for you and I. He forever going to be walking around with nail prints in his hand. See, and this, just think about all of this later when we do communion. When we take of the body and the bread. I mean the bread and the blood. 
Think, think about all of this. This, 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 this means something. This, this is significant. And so Jesus eternally changed for you and I. See, write this down. Jesus Christ still has a physical body on earth. Jesus Christ still has a physical body on earth. Yeah, he was taken up. He said he's going to come back the same way. But right now, at this very moment, he still has a physical body on earth. Guess what? It's you and me. It, it, see, I told y'all y'all was special now. I told you, let me see your hand. What you, you got a nail print in your hand? No, you don't. But you still the body? No nail print? You must have received a whole lot of grace, brother. <laughs> y'all, you get that? You, you understand this? That Jesus has a nail print in his hand and you don't. Yeah, do y'all understand? Do you, let me. Do I need to move your move your belt? Look at your side. Jesus is pierced in the side, and you're not. <laughs> so here's something to think about. Here's something to think about. Here's something to think about. Because you know we trip out. You know I. You know I had to. I had to go through a psychological something. <laughs> you know when every time I look in the mirror, my new head. And then I, I see when I see pic, I see pictures um, before I got my had my surgery. I call those, I call that time pre-head. <laughs> I call it pre-head. But I did, I had, to, I, had to, I, had to, I had to come to grips with looking at my head now that I had these three surgeries. And so I had, I had, I had a coworker who, he, he, he inspired me and blessed me. I, I just wasn't there. He was working on something and he, he cut off part of his finger. You know, I think I might have told y'all this at some point. But, and he was back at work like the next day or two days later or something and going around showing everybody, look, look, <laughs> look, at, look at my finger. And, I, and I'm going like, oh, I couldn't do that. I'll be walking around with my hand in my pocket. Y'all get what I'm saying? But he was beyond it. He was like, it's just, it's just dirt. You know, it's just flesh. It's nothing. And I was like, oh, I, don't I couldn't do that. You, you get what I'm saying? But I had to, I had to, I had to, I had to come to grips with it. And I, I'm just, I want us to, to really understand that your Lord, our Lord, my Lord has nail prints in his hands forever. When he got his new, when he, when he was raised incorruptible, he still had the marks. And so we, I'm just saying, we, 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 we got we to gotta come to grips with it all. I, I know, one of my coworkers, after, when, I, when I first went back to work, I, I didn't mean to tell you all of this, but I'll tell you anyway. So when I first went back to work after my surgeries, I, you know, I, 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 I had come to grips with my head, but I, <laughs> and, but I didn't, I, I didn't want to freak my coworkers out. You know, I don't want them to make them uncomfortable and they go into this all pity me mode and all that stuff. So I was wearing, you know, some fancy hats for a long time, you know, not a long time. I was for some weeks. I was just wearing my wearing some fancy hats, you know, and looking all debonair. You know, I wanted them to know that, you know, don't feel sorry for me. I'm all right. God is good. God has healed me. I'm blessed. You know, I'm moving on with life. It's all good. You know, I don't want them to feel that way. But um, while I was in that phase and I, I thought I, I needed to stay there a little longer, I was still wearing my hats every day. One of my coworkers, and he's, he's a good friend of mine, and he says to me, Rob, lose the hat. 
<laughs> he said, just lose the hat, Rob. Just lose it. <laughs> you know, and I had plans to lose it anyway. I just was waiting. I wanted to make, make you know, I wanted to, you know, a bunch of people to see me and see that I was all right before they start freaking out and, you know, and, you know, getting all, you know, feeling funny about my head, you know, and everything. And so, but he just told me, Rob, lose the hat. Just, just lose the hat. You know, and then at church, um, when I, I used to wear my hats to church, you know, I didn't like doing it, but I wore that. I didn't want to freak out my, my, my brothers and sisters in Christ either. So I did that for a little while. And then um, after I stopped wearing the hats, one of my brothers at church said, and he's, a, he's one, he's taller than me, so he sees my head. You know, the folks that's shorter than me, they, don't, they might not even notice it, but the ones that's taller, they can see it, right? And he's taller than me. And he says, uh, Rob, um, <laughs> I'm glad you're not wearing your hats no more. That's what he told me. I said, thank you, man. Thank you, brother. You know? And I felt love. That was love for me. That was love. It's like, Rob, I, you know, it doesn't bother me. I, I love you anyway, you know. <laughs> so Jesus still has a physical body on earth, and it's you and me. Romans 12, 5a says, so in Christ we, though many form one body, we. Leave us, Jesus Christ. We form one body. Now, this was in Rome. The, the, this was a letter Paul wrote to the believers in Rome. They were real people, okay, who was alive when he wrote the letter, when he said we. They lived in a real place, Rome. <laughs> Y'all heard of Rome, right? These were people who lived in Rome. And Paul says, we form one body. You've been listening to One by One. Here's a personal message from Pastor Robert. You may have never said yes to Jesus Christ. You know God loved you so much that he sent his son to die for your sin so that you could live with him forever. If you're ready to say yes to the love that God showed, pray this prayer. Lord God, I admit that I sinned against you. I've made some mistakes in my life. I believe that Jesus died for my sins and my mistakes and I commit my life to you. I ask that you come into my life, come into my heart, take control, transform me to reflect the character of your son. Jesus Christ. Amen. If you prayed that prayer, I want to personally welcome you to the family of God. And I want to encourage you to connect with the church near you so that you can learn more about Jesus, grow closer to God and to other believers. God bless you. To learn more about Quench Life Christian Fellowship, visit quenchlife.org. You can follow us on Facebook, subscribe to our YouTube channel, and connect with us on LinkedIn. Also, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at QuenchLifeCF to receive regular words of encouragement and ministry updates. Join us next time. So every believer is valuable to the body because whatever part they play is what makes us a body. 
So it's saying if that we all were the same part of the body, then it wouldn't be a body. It'd just be that part. What makes us a body is that we are different parts. And we're all part and important and valuable in the body, no matter what the part is. Thank you for listening. 